Home team has fumbled the ball, and now Jack and Josh have to hustle. This is Truly Happily Madison. Hit that beam! Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, my God. It feels like it's been a long time since I've talked. Specifically, a long time since we've... T- well, not... In real life, we've talked since the last time that we talked. No, we haven't. On this, po- <laughs> on this podcast. We haven't spoken since January. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was January. Such a January movie. It re- yeah. It really like, gets what you. What can we in dump the- in January? Piece of shit, man. Well, home team. Home team. A, Should um, we just talk about home team again? No. Could, do you I remember don't... enough about home team to talk about it? I just know it was extremely boring. And uh, had sort of no interest in morality. No. I d- oh, yeah, because he was terrible. <laughs> well, it just avoided any sort of dubiousness <laughs> about him. It and like... it was like, what if he was good? <laughs> 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 what if he, he was, was bad, but he was thing. actually quite good? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I guess. Well, so many other films have done the anti-hero thing so well, <laughs> like Paddington Two. But they just Paddington Two an anti-hero movie. <laughs> yeah, it isn't like what Knuckles McGinty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paddington himself. Paddington himself. Paddington <laughs> himself is a is a malicious presence. Huh. He makes everyone's life. What? Oh no! I guess the whole point of that film is he makes everyone's life better. Yeah. What do you? What? What? Do I love Paddington too. I'm sorry. I was just thinking. <laughs> it was the first film that came to my head because last night I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I thought this was gonna come up. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. It's uh, one of the two films this year I've seen twice. Hmm. What's the other one? Top Gun Maverick. Fuck yeah. Fucking baller. What a great film. What a movie. It is, like that is it's pure cinema. <laughs> I love you can't it so much. Teach that it's so good. I went to see it one week and the next week I went right back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I... see that it is only like the fourth movie ever to make forty million dollars on its fourth weekend? What are the other three? I mean, it was Black Panther, yeah, Avatar, mm. and The Force Awakens. Fucking hell! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Everyone loves it. Everyone's been Top Gun Maverick pilled. I hadn't even seen the first Top Gun before. I've I not saw seen. It. I've not seen the first one ever. I watched it the other day. I would not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. I like this one. Yeah, this one is very good. This one got all my boys in it. It's got your favorite Glenn Powell. I do favorite. love Glenn Powell. I know you love Glenn Powell. When's Glenn Powell gonna be in a Happy Madison movie? That would be a shame. Mm, that would be very good. He'd be a very good bad guy. But he's got... Well, this doesn't work against him in Happy Madison, but he's got too small a mouth. He's got the Jason Clark disorder. Um, no. Too small a mouth, too small teeth. No, I like him more than Jason Clark. Like John Hamm. John Hamm is not someone I think of having too small a mouth. 
He's got small teeth. Big mouth, small teeth. Big mouth, small teeth. Grandpa's small, <laughs> small mouth. That should teeth. be um. That should be our season two. Um, <laughs> oh, big, season two. Small big mouth, mouth, small teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the ideal human setup is big mouth, about, no uh, teeth. We talk about all the um, all the films from the cast of Big Mouth. And small teeth. <laughs> Um, that's a little tease for season two, guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon. You're gonna, we've got some stuff in the oven, and yeah. you're going to be excited. I know it's been delayed and delayed and delayed, but we have lives. We've <laughs> we got a couple of buns in the oven, we and have, that's potentially yeah. a spoiler. Mm, mm. Could it be? Could we be talking <laughs> about the TV series Bunheads? <laughs> We're not talking about the That's series good. Bunheads. I like I just, Bunheads. I don't know what it is. Oh, just think you, about it, listeners. It's a TV show from Gilmore Girls creator Amy Sherman Palladino. Uh, about ballerinas. Because uh, they have buns on their heads. Yes. Nice. You get it. No. <laughs> I'm just smiling and nodding. Um, but we're back. We're, we're back, back, baby. Back in the Madison Groove. Um, yeah. Because someone else is back. The Sandman. Oh, I see. <laughs> Do you think I had a secret guest lined up? I, well, yeah, that could happen. No, I was just trying to think, like, who haven't we seen for a while in these films? I was trying to think earlier if I could, like say we had a guest who just didn't want to talk and I was like, what if we just said we had Toby Maguire with us? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, with he was just guests. being quiet. Special guest Toby Maguire. Special guest Franco Nero. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Sandman's back. I and, uh, hadn't put together that he hadn't been in a film for a while. Well, I mean... Hubie, hey, Hubie's what? Hubie's the last, yeah, 2019. So, yeah, Hubie. 2020. Actually. 2020, Is actually, it? yes, yes, that's right. It was a lockdown Sorry. treat. I forgot. It made us remember the joys of Halloween while we couldn't actually enjoy it. Well, we couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And also, I guess that leads us into our in memoriam section. Oh. <laughs> Very quick in memoriam section. Take it away. Rest in peace to legend wise guy and sort of secondary antagonist in Hubie Halloween Who's Ray the main Liotta. antagonist? In... Do you think? Who, no, who is? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point What? No, the mum mm. <laughs> Is she the main antagonist? It, it's a film full of secondary antagonists <laughs> There's no primary Perhaps that's, that's Hubie Halloween's greatest flaw <laughs> There's no primary the pro- I'd well, say I guess Steve Buscemi is kind of the main antagonist for a while. At least you're supposed to think he is. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, that's the thing. Every part of that film is just like, maybe they're the bad guy. Maybe they're. But there's no bad guy because even Hubie's mum is just doing everything for a good reason. She doesn't kill anyone. She's just like, just don't be mean to Hubie. Just remembering Adam Sala just running through that film, just yelling, "What a Lambert! What a Lambert!" <laughs> <laughs> What a film. It's so good. I love that movie. Oh my god. Does that mean... Well, no, <laughs> I've just completely derailed this in memoriam. So. Yeah. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. R.I.P. Ray soon. Liotta. We were talking a tiny bit off mic earlier, and I think both of us agree we could have seen him returning to the 
Happy Madison universe. I think he way... had fun. It looked like he fucking had fun. <laughs> like, who else have we got, like, returning kind of bad guys or... Uh, Walter mm. Lambert. Walter. <laughs> yeah, we got Walter, Walter Lambert. <laughs> ben Stiller. Could have been, like, a Ben Stiller thing. Um, Totoro. Totoro, yeah. Totoro the ultimate <laughs> Happy Madison villain. I guess Buscemi. Well, not that he's... He is, he is probably plays, like, he plays the biggest villain of them all in the Happy Madison world. Like, the Phantom is the greatest Happy Madison villain. That's true. <laughs> like, That's who else true. Who else could it be? <laughs> like, who... who, who would, we've never talked, like, who's the best Happy Madison villain? Because <laughs> Shooter I mean, McGavin doesn't count. No, that's true. What films have we watched? (laughs) I mean, I'm going to go for Neil McDonough, obviously, but there must be another. (laughs) What an idiot. I mean, there are the the rival grown-ups and grown-ups. The rival... Oh, the college kids and grown-ups, too. Oh, that's good. The lawn is a good villain. Huh? Taylor Lautner's a great villain. Yeah, that's true. Um, that work. Um, Philo, Milo Ventimiglia, and that's my boy. Guy Pearce in Bedtime Stories. Guy Pearce, Jesus Christ, I forgot he was in that. Milo Ventimiglia is great in, in That's My Boy as a Baddie. Um, um, would James Caan count as a, as a villain in That's My Boy? He could do. Nine eleven in rain over me. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. biggest villain, <laughs> the angel of death, <laughs> and Clill. Um, uh, homophobia, and I now pronounce you Charlie, <laughs> which is also a secret ally. It's like good. an anti-hero. That's true. <laughs> You really think it was homophobia all along, and then in the end, it really helps out for some reason. Oh, you know, you know who it is. You know who the best villain is. Do you know, Josh? Do you know? Can you guess? I can't. You know. This is probably because you've not thought about this film in a long time. Is it that old man from the shortcut? <laughs> no. Who's the old man in the shotgun? There's the old man who has to kill his brother because his brother is a murderer or whatever. And doesn't it turn out that they do the same? (laughs) The brothers. The young brothers in in the movie. Uh, No, I was going to say Gary from from Bucky Larson Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, Gary's up there. That's a very good shout. (laughs) Kevin Nealon. He's like, give me back my grapes! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do remember that movie? Fantastic. I do remember that movie. I haven't thought about that for a long, long time. <laughs> it's Bucky Larson. That's a name Larson. I haven't heard in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, have you missed this? I have. Oh dear. <laughs> huh? Oh dear. <laughs> Oh, of course, the greatest villain. One more to put in there. <laughs> Go um, on. The children of the devil. <laughs> and little Nicky. Oh, and little Nicky. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Lil good. Little Nicks. Do you know what's mm. so funny? Mm. 
Like, I remember we reviewed Little Nicky, and I remember saying it was a piece of shit. Mm. I kind of feel like I could watch it again. No. I feel like I could watch Little Nicky again. And part okay. of me, like, tells me... I think it's because I watched it as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and like, I'm immune like, from yeah. ratings. Yeah, like, I, part of me is like, that could be good. Mm. I do understand. I just... I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it again. Oh, wait till season two. <laughs> wait... Wait till season two where we watch every single film but like backwards or something. We did. Or, wasn't that one of the ideas? That was one of the ideas. That we were just no, going to mean... start watching them in, in reverse order. No, but I mean watching them in actual reverse. I know you do, but we <laughs> wouldn't do that because we wouldn't make any sense. We would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but then it would only be, it would purely be focused on like how did that experience make you feel. Bad. Rather than like, <laughs> rather than like, what did you think Bad, of the it plot? Wasted my time. How, how many <laughs>, laughs did you have, etc. You know, all those backwards Speaking. laughs. What is about was like? It's a cry. <laughs> to be, I just realised I had to write down what, how many laughs I had in this film. Oh, uh, there are some laughs. We, are haven't, some laughs. we haven't even mentioned the title of the film. We have not. <laughs> um, well. The thing is that each week or whenever oh, they come hell. out, your hosts Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. Oh my god, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the latest Happy Madison production. And it is a Happy Madison production. It is the first, I think, Happy Madison drama that has been ballsy enough to put the Happy Madison logo at the top. Yep. Yeah. I'm um, going to say my first note was I was very sad that it was a golf ball. It was a golf ball, yes. And not a basketball. Well, were you not sad? Did you not miss the Madison 23 logo? <laughs> what? Was that only used for Rain Over Me? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. And then um, uh, Funny People. Just none. <laughs> what did just Funny like, People have? It didn't have anything. It just had the universal... Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, Universal, baby. Hell yeah. 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 Yeah, boy. And then, like, oh. uh, video footage of Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler on the phone. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, well, the roast mm. beef! <laughs> I thought it was nice to have it. <clears throat> We're talking about hustle. We're talking about hustle. We're talking about hustle, but yeah, what I'm saying is, I thought it, I think it's nice that it feels like. Adam Sandler can now, like, combine his passions for, like, serious film and comedy under the Happy Madison label instead of, like, creating endless offshoots. M23. Like, Madison, uh, Madison 23. Scary Madison. Scary Madison's good, though. <laughs> is there another one? Or is it just those two? Um, I think that's it. Endless offshoots. Only used once each. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> That's so good that they were only used once each. <laughs> like we couldn't possibly release the shortcut as as a happy, as a happy Madison, Madison movie. It's got to be scary. <laughs> it's a spooky Madison. And then when they did Hubie Halloween, it was like a Halloween vanity card, but not, not no the scary, scary Madison. Madison. I reckon they forgot. Real heads know. Yeah, real <laughs> heads know. They absolutely forgot they had a scary Madison imprint. There's no, there's no other way, or maybe Netflix were like, 
you cannot. I, I want cannot. someone to do a super cut of all the times we've talked about the vanity cards in this movie. <laughs> Every time it's the same. We always just talk about how much, how confused we are. <laughs> Listeners, if any of you have a lot of time in your hands, go do that. And That's we horrific. will shout you out on the podcast as payment. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. What is this film? What is this film? Well, mm. I believe you, you don't oh, shit, you usually yeah. tell me. <laughs> I'm good. We haven't done this for a few months, folks. Yeah, we're kind of rusty. Like... How do you feel? How send us like comments on how you feel live, live as you're listening. Just tweet at TrueHatMad or find us on Instagram or send us an email TrueHatMad at gmail.com. I'm going to tweet now, and I'm going to okay, say no. we're recording live. If anyone has anything they'd like to ask us, well, oh, that's answer. nice. That's a nice idea. These are things that maybe we should have done when we started. Someone has. <laughs> I've just gone to uh, to Twitter, and uh, a friend of the show, I assume, <laughs> um, has uh, Emma Frower has just tweeted, yes. "Happy Father's Day, Bo Cruz." Oh shit, yeah. But who is Bo Cruz? Well, why don't you tell me? With an IMDB plot synopsis. Well, the I was just reading it and the plot synopsis has the main character's surname wrong. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we like about these, isn't it? This is what we love. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> After being fired, pro basketball scout Stanley Barron which should be Sugarman, is excited for the first time <laughs> so in a very that, long time. Wait, wait, while. wait, that's how wrong it is. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a, mis- a typo. No. Stanley th- Barron. Stanley Barron. It, it's absolutely Sugarman. <laughs> like, yeah, because the other title for this movie is um, Sugarman Searching For. That's very good. <laughs> if that was real, that would be very good. After being fired, pro basketball scout Stanley Sugarman is excited for the first time in a very long while when he serendipitously discovers Spanish amateur ba- baller, Emilio, oh, nearly misread that as ballet, Bo Cruz, playing in a park outside Madrid. Fueled with newfound purpose, Stanley makes it his mission to groom Bo for the NBA, as he believes they both can make it. It's not written by anyone. It seems to have just turned up. <laughs> Groombo? Oh, Groombo. Groom... What? <laughs> I thought you said Groombo as one word. Like, Groombo. <laughs> Groombo. <laughs> they want to Groombo. Mm. I don't like that. <laughs> it's it's n- no, it's not good. It's not good. I- he prepares him. <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> He grooms him. He groombo. Yeah, he groombo. <laughs> Stanley Barron. He groombo. Oh, some of the plot line what keywords. Um, basketball. I forgot you did this. Basketball, career, teenage pregnancy. <laughs> life. Life. Uh, life. What, what film uh, doesn't fall under the life keyword. Life, but not as we know it. No, that's life. Shit. <laughs> life is still there. What what film would come under that? 
what if I wouldn't come under it? What dreams may come? That's life. But he's dead. Yeah, but he had a life. Yeah, I guess that's true. There is one from the point of... What is... The, hmm. It's from the point of view of somebody. It's about life, isn't it? But there's one from the point of view of someone who's dead. P.S. I love you. <laughs> Something. <laughs> well, you think of like a ghost story. Yeah. Yeah, but it's about life. Well, I thought there was one about... There's one that's about like an unborn child, isn't there? There's, that's written. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Do you know Fine. What the, do you, it's, just, it's just reminded me of the alternate ending of the butterfly effect. Do you uh, know the alternate ending of the butterfly? You ever see the butterfly effect? I've never seen the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect the is an Ashton Kutcher movie mm. where he can change time. Ah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, to affect the butterflies. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, in 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 one ending, I I can't remember what the actual ending. How many the endings is. are there? There's there's this director's cut that has the ending that um he realizes that the world would have been better off without him. So he travels back to the moment um where his mum's about to give birth to him and strangles himself with his own umbilical cord. Oh my fucking god. Okay, <laughs> and they saw Donnie Darko, and they went, "Yes, it's yeah, it's very we'll do that, much but that. worse. It's very much that." <laughs> oh, Truly oh that sounds good. Maybe I'll watch it now. Season two, we'll watch all the butterfly effect movies. I think there are two of them. <laughs> well, no, we could do free. all. We could do loads of insect-based ones. We could do the butterfly effect. We can do the Mothman prophecies. I was literally going <laughs> to say the Mothman prophecies. <laughs> Josh ants. B-movie. Bugs Life, B-movie. How are there um, four Shreks, four Toy Stories, and one B-movie? One B-movie. Starring that's Ray Liotta. Nice. Starring Ray Liotta as himself. Oh. R.I.P. to R.I.P. He was good in Hubie Halloween. He was very good in Hubie Halloween. Academy but Award nominee. Who, not necessarily good yet, because we haven't got to that, but who is in Hustle? <laughs> Well, so you want my stats? I want some stats, baby. You want the stats? Stats, baby. So this is from director Jeremiah Zagar. Hmm. Who, um, Sandler had seen his... He did a lot of sort of, like, documentary shorts. Hmm. Sandler had seen his, uh, first, uh, narrative movie, We the Animals. Hmm. And Sandler was like, oh, we're gonna make my movie. Hmm. And uh, he was in. It, Jeremiah was intrigued at the idea of doing um, a Happy Madison uh, comedy. No, he was intrigued by the idea of like doing like a basketball movie. Mm. This is a basketball movie. This is a basketball movie. Um, yes, uh, apparently Zagar was initially hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> was he? He was like, "Ooh, I've got to hesitate." Hesitates. Mm. Uh, this one stars Adam Sandler, Yay. Queen Latifah, Yay. Juancho Hernan Gomez, Yay. <laughs> Ben Foster, Yay. and Robert Duvall. <laughs> Is this Robert Duvall's first Happy Mad? I feel like he's in others, but then I think I'm just getting him confused with James Caan. I think you are. Like how just... I got Ben Foster confused with Scott Caan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's a lot, there's a lot of people confusing in here. <laughs> what if we? I have a feeling he's in others, but I just don't. I, I think don't he is. I think you're thinking of four Christmases. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Four Christmases. This is very hard. IMDb is very hard to work out anything. They don't, they don't let make it easy on you. Widows. I think this is it. <laughs> Widows was not a happy man. <laughs> could be. Mad. Who would who would the women in Widows be? If Jackie Sandler. <laughs> Jackie Sandler. Jackie Sandler in the in the um, Debicki role. Uh, Salma Hayek. Yes. Um... Uh, Maya Rudolph. Yes, Maya Rudolph. Uh, <laughs> They'd have to have a young one in there. Oh, um, uh, Anna Faris. Anna Faris. Or, um, I started, uh, like, um. What's that? Kristen. Not Kristen Bell, there's another one. Oh, who was the Bell. one in the, the. The one we watched with David Spade? The wrong Missy. <laughs> the wrong Missy. Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> or Drew Barrymore, if we get big hits. Drew Barrymore's playing the Colin Farrell role. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Widows. <laughs> You're just talking. You're just saying words. No, um, he's not in another no, this Happy is it. This is, this is Bobby Duvall's one and only Happy Madison. One and done. One and done and what a done. What a done. I mean, did. he might be in another one. Later, but I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So that's the cast. Hmm. I mean, some of the. How cast, much did it make? <laughs> well, it was released on the third of June, twenty twenty-two. Hmm. That's a mere sixteen days ago. We don't know what the budget was. <laughs> we don't. We just don't know. And because it's released onto Netflix, we have no box office. But do you know what I have? What do you have? I have the Fury. top ten movies on Netflix from the oh, day shit. it came out. Shit. Okay. <laughs> it's an interesting list. <laughs> it always is. It's always an interesting list, but I'm excited. And number one, the most popular film on Netflix on the 3rd of June, 2022, is a, is a film that came out only ten years earlier. The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> number two... <laughs> Now, if you thought The Amazing Spider-Man was an odd one to have at number one, mm. uh, this is a movie I've never heard of. And I don't think uh, it's it's because it's a, um, a Netflix movie that just, you know, is not one that we've ever heard of. It's just a movie that doesn't exist, and yet it was very popular that day. It's, uh, Disappearance at Clifton Hill. Oh, I love those films. I've seen that one. It... Have, you, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh. I mean, I've seen the poster, and I think it's the one that's designed to look like um, Haunting on Hill House. I mean, I'm looking at the poster on IMDb. It kind of looks like it wants to be Inherent Vice. What? What's it called? Disappearance? Weird, uh, yeah, Disappearance at Clifton Hill. Weird cast. You got Tuppence Middleton, Hannah Gross, David Cronenberg. <laughs> It's a David Cronenberg movie. He's oh no, he's in, in, it. in it. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's not a David Cronenberg movie. It's probably Canadian. <laughs> um, mm. 
That was the second most popular film of the day on Netflix. David Cronenberg. Oh, I thought it said waiter, but his name is Walter. <laughs> it? He just played a waiter. Jesus Christ. Okay. Number three. Yeah. Still popular in the charts. Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, next up is another one I don't think I know. It's called We Die Young. Mm. Ah, there's another 2019 movie starring uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yes. What's going on? <laughs> Why are these the most popular what movies you mean with on Netflix? Netflix? Yeah. Um, it's honestly just like things come on service and then... <laughs> Like, that's what will have happened with Spider-Man, is Spider-Man, it will have been off for a while, then it comes back on, and then people go, oh, I watched Spider-Man. And then, like, enough people watch Spider-Man that it starts coming up the top ten, and then people are like, what's Spider-Man? Oh, I'll just watch Spider-Man. What's Spider-Man? <laughs> what's spider <laughs> What's... Spider-Man. Is the second worst Spider-Man movie is the most popular. Yeah. Um, but also, everyone loves Andrew Garfield. So that's true, that's all been true. Garfield-pilled. Number five is the first film we have from this year. It's uh, Netflix's own Senior Year. Ah, uh, yeah. This is the Rebel Wilson comedy. That feels um, like it, it could have been a Happy Madison movie. I haven't seen it. Rebel... Good. I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> Rebel Wilson plays like a high school cheerleader who goes into a coma and wakes up and she's Rebel Wilson. Oh, and then she has to redo school or something. Yeah, but she's old. But she's old, yeah. so it's like a never-been-kissed sort of thing. Then we've got uh, another Netflix original. A Perfect Pairing. That wine thing? Yeah. It yeah. follows a hard-driving LA wine company. Oh, you shouldn't be driving if you're on the wine. Um, <laughs> it's a public service LA, LA, LA wine company executive who travels to an Australian sheep station to land a major client. Yeah, she yes. ends up working as a ranch hand and sparking with a rugged local. Yes, I saw so that one is, the other day because it's a fucking Hallmark movie that's yeah. on Netflix for some reason. Yeah, this is one of their many like lifetime Hallmark movies that usually get popular around Christmas. But, um, but for some reason is some, out now. Sometimes there's a different there's a one that just sneaks in at summer. <laughs> yeah. Looks good. Maybe, maybe we'll watch that next. Just look good. I like I do like those films. I don't. Um <laughs> uh, then we've got the very popular I've not seen this. R R R. Mmm. You know this movie? No. <laughs> You've not heard of this? Oh, oh, I have. I've seen Rise, Roar, Revolt. Yes, the Bollywood I just saw movie. something on it the other day on Instagram, but I haven't watched it yet. People love this. They fucking do. I've never seen it. No. Um, it's three hours and seven minutes long, which just puts oh, me off. Um, Wikipedia list is one hundred eighty-two minutes. Okay, so that's, that's the three hours two minutes long. Yeah, it's fine. Where did those five minutes go? I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, number eight, popular movie starring popular guy, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory starring Johnny Depp. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I wonder why okay. that's doing so well around yeah, that why time. Why is that doing the rounds? Oh my god, the world is fucking trash. Uh, number nine, 
It's Home. What's that one again? I believe is the DreamWorks animated movie. Yeah. The alien invasion and Jim Parsons is in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Jim, it's, the, it's the Jim Parsons and Rihanna Bazoo joint. Bazoo pools. What? Bazoo pools. Bazoo pools? Bazimbums. Ah. Bazoobies. You know the man. <laughs> I know them. Bingo does. What if, Josh? <laughs> what if there was a fairy? That was Big Bang. Whoa. <laughs> you wouldn't big a bang theory. You wouldn't bang a big theory. You'd bing a bang. You wouldn't theorize about banging big. It's a good show. <laughs> popular show. It's a popular show. And yeah. then at 10, the 10th mm -hmm. most popular film on Netflix, which is probably Hustle. the only one of these I, I would. Hustle did not make the list. For fuck's sake. Not on its first day. You got to give it a day. It they don't. Time. They don't update the ratings until 12 p.m. Oh well. Well, number 10 is a film I, I would like to sit down and watch. I haven't yet. Uh, Jackass 4.5. Oh, I watched that the other week. Was it good? Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. Since the last time we recorded, I had my birthday and I went to see Jackass 4 on my birthday. <laughs> it was perfect. I loved Jackass 4. It's great. I had a great time. It was the film we needed. And now I would like to watch 4.5. It's very good. <laughs> and oh. uh, this film, Hustle, that we're actually talking about, oh yeah, uh, has a Rotten Tomato score of 92%. Do you know what that means, Josh? Does it, I mean, is it a highest this rated? This is the highest rated uh, Happy Madison movie on Rotten Tomatoes, beating out 100% um, <laughs> uh, fresh. Which only <laughs> had 90%. Oh, Sandman. That's, that's too much. much. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Okay, well, that's quite good. Listeners might be unaware, but I was uh, burgled <laughs> recently. And with a that's laptop, what? they also stole my soundboard. <laughs> They're having a whale of a time playing around with that. Oh, we've got a question. Have we? We've got a question. Oh, my God. Petrus. <gasps> Petros. What's Petros asking? It's Petros from the Caged In podcast. Yes. Um, what other cast members from The Godfather would you guys like to see in a Happy <laughs> Madison film? Well, we've got and James What Khan. would the film be? We've had Al and now Duval in Hustle. And of course, yes, we've had James Kahn. We've had James Kahn. Kahn. We've had Al Pacino. We've had. Have we had Robert De Niro? I know it's no. from Godfather 2. We haven't had De Niro. We haven't had Keaton. We had... We haven't had Brando. Keaton. Yeah, Diane Keaton. Oh, Diane Keaton, yes. <laughs> uh, we uh... haven't had Brando. <laughs> That'd be good to have Brando in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that a lot. We haven't had um... Tessio. We haven't had... <laughs> we haven't had uh, Luca. Luca Brazzi's silence is deafening in the Happy Madison universe. <laughs> Um, who would I don't know? Like, it's not. It's, it's not a big pool to pull from. Who plays Connie? I don't know. It's not Talia Shire, is it? Is it? Are you I sure? I don't Are you know. Are you sure? Well, no one. That's what I'm asking. I saw I don't the know. Godfather at the cinema this year. Did you? I did. Um, I don't know. 
who it is who plays it. It is a it is a cop. Oh, it is Talia Shire. Yeah, I thought that might be. Okay. Is Abe Vigoda dead? I uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> I'm gonna say Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Abe, yeah, Abe Vigoda died is in fucking dead. <laughs> That's a sh- he would have he would have been a hundred and one if he was alive now. I just clicked on Abe Vigoda's IMDb page, and do you know what trailer plays when you click on his page? No. <laughs> the Good Burger trailer. Oh my! F- is Abe Vigoda in the Good Burger? Jesus, he yeah, is. Yeah, he is. Oh my god! I watched something with him in the other day, but it will take me too long. This is to the problem. Up. Oh, he was in North, which I watched <laughs> with in- Petra. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Don't they put him on an iceberg and send him out they to do. pasture? They do. So like, um, it's the problem with the Godfather cast and putting them in a uh, a Happy Madison movie. They're all old or dead. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they've been in dead. it or they're dead. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, in an ideal world, there's only one correct answer, and it's you put in John Cazale. Yeah. Like, five films, each one of them Oscar winners. You put him in fucking Hubie Halloween. Oscar-winning Hubie Halloween. Alex Rocco's dead. Um, Brando's dead. Like, I guess Keaton could be in something. Yeah. I'd like to see Diane Keaton play, like... She would play... It would, it would be, like, Adam Sandler is, like, a Jewish guy marrying, like, a wasp. Um, I mean, what, like, Andy Garcia from Godfather Part 3. Oh, we count all the Godfathers. <laughs> Why not? Put Bobby De Niro in. De Niro's too obvious. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Is Lee Strasberg dead? Yep. Probably. <laughs> Would be 121 it's if he was Strasburg. alive. He was in Godfather Part 2. as Hyman Roth. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. This is a well, tough question, Bedros. You've definitely it's piqued a, my interest. It's um, a tough question because everyone is fucking dead. Or they're Robert De Niro. Or they've been in a Happy Madison film. The other part of Pedro's question is uh, what film would that be? So is he asking... I've answered. Like, you, you, why is he asking for a previous film? Well, I've answered. It's oh, the week know. of slash <laughs> with Diane it's about wasps. What if, what if Diane Keaton just played the Chris Rock role? Yeah, exactly. Just like the exact same script. Same script, same everything. She's a hand. She's a doctor, surgeon. My what answer is Sofia Coppola. Ooh. And she's not going to be in it. She's going to direct Hustle Two. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that'd be quite good. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see her do a sports movie. There you go. Hmm. An underdog sports movie. Would be very, very, very good. Like Home Team. Like Home Team. That's two underdog sports movies in a row. He likes the underdog sports movie. He does. I mean, do you know who else does? This is. I, I guess it is an underdog sports movie. This. He's just so talented that you forget that he's an underdog. Yeah, but like. He's coming up from the streets. He's coming up from the streets. I guess like like, like Home Team is less the underdogs and more just like the ragtag. Yeah, it's, like, well, it's still kind of fun. Well, they're two sides of the same underdog coin. You've either got like the ragtag, you've got the Mighty Ducks, or you've got what this film is, which is Goal. The dream begins. 
It fucking is. It's the no, same it's film. No, it's it, it's, it's the same film, note it's for note. Um, well, actually, no, it's Creed. It's Creed. It is Creed. It is Creed. There is the middle part of this film is just Creed. What the bit where they're running up the hill that looks almost exactly like the hill that he runs up in Creed, and they have the, the music that sounds almost the same as Creed. Philadelphia. It's in Philadelphia, yeah. like Creed. It, <laughs> it's Creed. Creed. That is not to say that this is bad. Like, let's start talking about the film. Yeah, because you know what I'm going to say? That 92% is bang on what I gave this film. Yeah, I gave it four and a half. slightly less than you, but I, you yeah, I, gave it, I gave it four out of five. Yeah, 4.5 for me. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking good movie. This is a good movie. <laughs> it's a really good movie. This is a good movie. That's like, uh, let's wrap it up now. That's it. This You're is done. my second favorite Happy Madison movie. The, yeah. This is your favorite, I'm imagining. Yeah, this is my favourite. Would you say this um, is better than, than Paul Blart Mall Cop 2? For different reasons, yes. <laughs> Other reasons, no. It's not as funny. <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of is it, as it funny kind of is. As, as Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. How many laughs do you got? I know you don't count, but... How I wrote down one laugh line. Did you? Yeah. What you got? Was, how can a, such a beautiful woman have such horrifying feet? <laughs> Who's that about? Adam Sala says it while he's rubbing Queen Latifah's feet. Jesus, I didn't hear that line. <laughs> I, I really laughed at that. I also laughed at um, the, the titties joke. Oh, the... Which one? What, he turns <laughs> where he's around? Like, where he's like, you gotta look at these tits. <laughs> it's just an, an old lady. He's just an old man. Uh, it's an old, old man. There's, a, there's an old lady there as well. Yeah, but he's that's not who he's looking at. Oh. He's looking at the old man titties. Well, and then he's like, they're like yeah. yours. Yeah, they're like mine. And he's like, I'm two yeah. sandwiches away from those titties. And I was like, I, that, like I, I laughed more at the I'm two sandwiches away from it. Yeah. I didn't laugh at that moment, but I was like, huh. <laughs> 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 um, it was good. Yeah, it's, I laughed 7.5 times. Josh, what yeah. are the 7.5 laughs you had in this movie? The 7.5? <laughs> I think one of them might not actually be written down. Um... <laughs> As in, I didn't give it a score, so it could actually be an eight. Guys in their fifties don't have dreams; they have nightmares. Nexma, I thought that was, that was good. pretty good. Uh, one laugh. Are they still feeding you pudding when he's talking to Dirk Nowitzki? <laughs> when he's first calling him up, being like, "I am actually love, working for the NBA." You loved all the cameos in this movie. <laughs> I like a cameo. <laughs> I like a cameo if it's someone I have no idea who they are. There's a few of those in this. Um, You're a big Doctor J fan. I don't know who anyone in this film is, but I'm I'm having a good time. Uh, Zero point five laughs. He was a very strong baby. Mama, no. Oh, that's when he's meeting the family. Yeah, I like that. But I like that scene. That scene's really nice. Uh, is there a newborn kitten in here? I think that's when he's like trying to get him to say that he believes in himself or something. And this is, this is another thing I want to say. This this is a very different kind of laughter. This is like, I feel so warmly towards this film as I'm watching it that I will laugh at like the drop of a fucking hat. In the same way that I will cry at the drop of a fucking hat in this film. As you will find out, because I cried in this film like four times. Oh, it's your click. <laughs> it's my clill. Would you like it at the end if like... Adam Zama just goes to 
goes to Bo and he's like, I'm the angel. <laughs> I'm the angel of basketball. Of basketball. <laughs> what if he just went, um, what if he just went, basketball comes first. <laughs> yeah, I could have seen someone dying in this film, but someone does die in this film. Oh, well, right, yeah, but I mean, like, as an emotional punch at the end rather than a... It's an emotional punch at the beginning. It's a, well, After it's we've a... come to love and care for Rex for him, Merrick. For, for Rex Merrick in one scene. Um, that's an inciting incident. I'm talking about, like, you know, Rocky getting cancer for some reason in Creed. Although he survives, obviously. He survives. He survives. He will but, survive. You know, they fight. Both of them fight. Rocky and Creed fight. Anyway... 0.5 laugh when he when Sandler goes into the hotel room and he wakes Bo up and he's like you only ate half you only ate one bite of a steak and then he just walks out holding the steak <laughs> I, I I remember that bit I didn't laugh at that I was just a bit like oh is he gonna eat it <laughs> he's gonna it eat fun. that cold steak yeah that yeah with it looked very solid anyway. mm. one laugh I think this was the biggest laugh even though nothing really happened it's when they're in the middle of the 20 minute training montage and Sandler is chasing Bo up a up the hill, up the Creed hill and he gets a bit too close and then Bo just goes and hides behind a street light I just thought that was very funny um, <laughs> 0 0.5 laugh, cruise missile you know you like that when he keeps shouting cruise missile at him and he hates it uh, 0 0.5 laugh, she falls down falling checkers yep Son, we're talking about Stoughton. Yeah. 0.5 blast. The guy just throwing the basketball away rather than trying attacking against Bo. I think this is in the Bo oh, challenge that. section. Like, yeah, that's a good moment. I thought it was really funny. Uh, 0.5 left. Now you like the cruise missile. I can't remember what it He says that like a thousand times in the movie. Yeah. So I guess it's like, now you like it. He's like, no. Uh, 0.5 left. Immediately after that, when. Sandler tries giving him an air ball to say goodbye and he just like bats it away <laughs> he's like you couldn't even give me that uh, one look oh another big one the look Bo gives Sandler when he makes that bad your mum joke I think it's is just that, like shut that, the fuck up is that the one he makes at the end the one he makes at the end yes yes we will talk about the midway one <laughs> at a different point in this <laughs> if you have things to say I have fucking things to say. 0.5 laughs, one of the layups in the credits I thought was really funny. Because they have credits where it's like the people who played themselves and there's one where a guy does a layup and then sticks his tongue out in a really dumb way. I just thought it was funny. I like that they also had like um, commentators say everybody's name. Yeah, that was nice. Does he really know? But they don't do Sandler. Sandler's the only one who doesn't get one. Sandler! <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. But you know, like, this is a... None of those things are not... If you haven't seen this movie, why are you listening to this? But if you have, like, none of these things are, like, big moments. And I bet, Jack, you've probably got loads of similar or different moments that you laughed at. I actually found it quite hard to take notes during this film because I was quite, um... Just invested. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just enjoying myself. I found it hard. There's a big section of about half an hour that I don't make a single note because I'm just, like, swept up in this fucking montage. movie. montage. Well, it is a big montage, and there's nothing to say other than like I laughed, I laughed. So let, <laughs> let's, let, let's go through the movie. I think I like it when we go through the movie. I think the audience likes it when we go through the movie. Yeah. So let's go through the movie. Okay. We're gonna go through the movie. All right. Um. So we got our man Stanley Sugarman. 
Stan the man. And yeah, he's playing Stan. Immediately, you're like, oh, Adam Sandler's on board. If he gets to play Stan. <laughs> gets to play his dad. Yeah. Uh, Stan Sugarman, so he is a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Which means, for those not in the know, like me before watching this movie, <laughs> he goes on the road and like has to like try and find future stars to recruit to this uh, mm. basketball team. There's a nice little bit at the beginning, that kind of montage. This is a film of montages, but that one at the beginning where he's like traveling around and he meets that giant Serbian guy. Yeah. He's like, I am 22. This is my 10 year old child. (laughs) And that guy comes back later. Uh, Does he? Yeah, he he comes back at the end. Oh, what, in the credits? No! He's at the game. Um, oh, is he? <laughs> he's, at, he's at the um, not the not the final game. The, right. Uh, oh, he's at the scrimmage thing or whatever yeah. it's called. The, and he's the playing. Carnage. Oh, that's funny. Wait, the one the one that's in the gym or the one that's like the a that's proper NBA gym. tournament. The gym. Okay, that's fun. <laughs> it is fun. I didn't didn't notice him. It's, they they don't hide him. They make a joke about him being there. Oh, do they? I, I must have missed that bit. I must have been making a note. If someone says that he's 18 years old. Oh, I heard that line being said, but I must have been making a note about something else. No, <laughs> oh, that's sad. I missed... That would have probably been a 0.5 laugh, that. You'll have to go back. In fact, actually, oh, this whole scene, I'm surprised, is not in your laughs, because this is a funny scene. It's good. You didn't laugh? I didn't laugh. I think I, I was still... I, I, I was coming in cold. Were you, were you excited to watch this? I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't excited to watch it at all, really. I was like, you know, I'm a bit tired. I'm <laughs> a bit tired. And then I was like, oh. I don't think I put together something that has probably become apparent over 52 episodes of this, which is that I really fucking love underdog sports films. <laughs> like, it's one of my favourite genres. Not like that one. I don't like rag... No, I do like... I like the Mighty Ducks, and I like Mean Machine, obviously. <laughs> but you don't like The Longest Yard. But I don't like The Longest Yard. But I really fucking love this genre. I love... I mean, we had a lot of bad sports movies, though. Lots of yeah. these ones that, you know, the bench warmers. Yeah, but that's a ragtag, and it's shit. It's made badly. This... What's, do we have any other underdog sports movies in this lineup that you liked? No. We didn't like Here Comes the Boom. No, we didn't, we didn't like that. But I guess what I'm talking about is all the films. This film is up there with all the films that I referenced when, like, you know, when we're watching The Benchwarmers and I'm like, it's not as good as Mighty Ducks. This is as good as Mighty Ducks. When we're I talking about The Longest Yard. This is better than The Mighty Ducks. This is better than Mighty Ducks. But, you know, when I'm talking about The Longest Yard, I'm saying it's not as good as Mean Machine. This is better than Mean Machine. When we're talking about Here Comes the Boom, I'm like, I love Warrior. This is a shit warrior. But but Hustle is like... Home team. It's warrior level. Home team is just shit. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do with home team. I feel like I remember there being more sports movies. But I'm looking now and I don't see any more. No, I think we just talked about a lot of them. But... Yeah, and I mean, I've mentioned it before, but this is this is this is Creed, and this is Goal to me. Like Creed is obviously a better version of Goal, but they're essentially the same film. I would love to know how many of our audience oh, no, have actually seen frozen, Goal, baby, or Goal Two, You're into or indeed Goal huh? Three. I've watched all or of indeed, them. Or indeed, I know, but I want to know how many of our, how much of our audience has actually seen them. 
Goal one, the dream begin. Oh, no, it's called goal one, the impossible dream. Goal two, the dream continues. And goal three, living the dream. Oh, goal, three, goal three is the one that went straight to video, right? Yes. It's extremely <laughs> bad. It doesn't, it doesn't have anyone in it. Not even the original. Have well, I, the original guy comes back. Have I told you my, my greatest experience with goal? <laughs> Go on. So... When I was a kid, I used to go to the Kingston Odeon a lot. And I would get the bus home. <laughs> and at the bus stop, I remember they had, like, an interactive advert-like thing. You know, like, what? the bus stop ads. You know, what? bus you stop could, ads. like, touch it. I do know bus stop. I know ads at bus stop. It had, like, you buttons. Like you touch it. It had buttons that you could press. Hmm. And you would interact. And it had a little screen. It was, like, playing the goal trailer. Fuck it yeah. was a goal bus stop ad. And one of the things on it I always remember is like you could enter a competition through this bus stop ad. And it was. And what? And the competition prize was to win a role in goal two and three. Oh my fucking god. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I, I just remember that. thinking like. Nobody's watching Goal. Who's gonna? How's they gonna be a Goal two or three? Was this when Goal was out? Yeah, they planned it as a trilogy. It was a planned trilogy. Oh my god, I had no idea. That <laughs> changed. Well, it doesn't change anything, but it changes everything. <laughs> this was a planned trilogy. I wish I could find someone else who remembers the interactive Goal Buster. <laughs> Sadly, and we, could, we could bond. Sadly, he will not. He will not. Sadly, you will not find uh, anyone <laughs> who remembers now. the interactive gold fucking bust up ad. But gold, yeah. Gold bust up No, it won't ad. exist. No, it does not. It's come up with some good stuff, though. Is it? It's like bus stops in the shape of goals. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like this. Um, no, yeah, that's a shame. It's something that's lost to time. So when did Goal come out? Like 2005, 2006? Mm, 2004? I'm going to say 2006. I think you're right. Goal. Goal 1. 2005. 2005, man. Apparently originally directed by... Originally meant to be directed by Michael Winterbottom. I think we've talked about that before. Oh, have we? I feel like we have. <laughs> we... We've talked about Goal a lot on this show. <laughs> it's very a good. Hint for uh, season two. <laughs> season two there. I'm just like my impressed of like in 2005 they had this technology. What buttons? <laughs> yeah. They had buttons. They had buttons. I mean, you didn't see much interactive advertising in 2005. That's true, but they whip out for the big boys like Goal. <laughs> in goal Kingston. Trilogy. In Kingston. Hmm. Uh. Right, off, off the goal. Where are we? Anyway, yeah, I literally good just said like Stanley Sugarman is here. <laughs> Basketball. Stanley scout. Sugarman is here, and I'm like, the thing about goal is, <laughs> it's really good. So he's a basketball scout, and yeah. um, he he wants to be a coach. Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants yes, to be a coach, coach, and and lovely Rex Merrick, played by Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. <laughs> Robert, how old has how long has Robert Duvall looked this old? Since like almost immediately after Apocalypse Now, <laughs> it feels. He's also like I mean because like obviously he's like in um To Kill a Mockingbird. 
Is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> He's so old. I had no idea. Um. Oh, this Robert Duvall. He's ninety-one. Ninety-one. <laughs> my my favorite part in this is where he's like playing nice Mr. Burns because he turns up in Mr. <laughs> Burns's car. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was just like, wow, why is he driving around in this? <laughs> um, but yeah, nice Robert Duvall is like, you can be an assistant coach, mm. um, and allow you, Stanley Sugarman, time to stay at home with the fam. Yeah. And then he dies. And he fucking dies instantly. <laughs> and leaves Scott Kahn in charge of his team. <laughs> Not Scott Kahn. Not Scott Kahn. But Ben, ben Foster. Foster. Ben he looks Foster. like. Scott Have Kahn. you seen. He looks like Scott Kahn. But he also looks like. Have you seen that tweet? I keep seeing a screen grab of it doing the rounds where it's the guy who goes to his local library and borrows 10 books a day and then returns them the next day but adds a thin layer of latex to his head <laughs> I, uh, I saw this to make it look, yesterday <laughs> yeah to make us look like his head's getting bigger he looks exactly like this in this film <laughs> I don't know what's going on like is he wearing a bald cap or is he bald I can't tell I think he would he's the type of actor who'd shave his head for a role yeah true he um he, how, how well do you know Ben Foster as an actor um is what is he in? Is he in? I think the first thing I would have saw him in, seen him in, if he is in this film, in fact, is that one. Is that one with Brad What's Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> that one with Brad Pitt, where it's like a home invasion. I don't know if Ben. Oh, it is Hostage. With Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's not in that. Yeah, he is. It's Bruce Willis. Shit. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Is in hostage. I was thinking Brad Pitt, and in my head it was Bruce Willis. I see. Yes, the Bruce Willis film, Hostage, <laughs> with with Ben Foster. I think I, that will have been the first thing I saw him in. Or I, the Punisher. I, I remember him as a young lad in the teen comedy Get Over It, where he has to Ugh. woo back his ex, and then ends up with Kirsten Dunst instead. Oh my god, it's loosely based on A Midsummer Night's Dream. Dream. Oh my god. So this yeah. is like post-Clueless. Yeah, well it's... it's, it's uh, well I know it's 2001. Five years after Clueless. But it's like... It says it's loosely based on A Midsummer Night's Dream. It's mostly because they're doing a play of A Midsummer Night's Dream within the show. Within the film. Oh, I see. It's got a weird like stacked cast though. you got like young Ben Foster and Kirsten Dunst. Then you've got Colin Hanks, truly, yeah. ha- truly happily Madison alum. <laughs> um, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember Vitamin C? Vitamin C. Yeah. You know when she was a celebrity? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> she was a singer. I'm talking about Tequila. Like, tequila. In, no. It's Vitamin C. <laughs> I don't remember vitamin C. I don't remember vitamin C. <laughs> you mean you... vitamin C? Yeah. Oh, vitamin C. <laughs> vitamin C. No, I don't know who vitamin C is. I'll send you an album. Oh, it's got Swoosie Kurtz. It's got Swoosie Kurtz. It's got <laughs> Martin Short. Oh, my God. Ed Begley Jr. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Vitamin Ed... C. 
Coolio. Yeah, Coolio's also there. It's weird because Ben Foster, like, this is like probably. Cisco? A... <laughs> yeah, Cisco. I left Cisco off the list. You left Cisco out. Ben Foster starts in that, like, and he's playing like a sort of like lovable teen lad. Yeah. And now he's just like mutated into angry man in movies or like intense man. What else? Like, oh, the other thing the, where he plays, essentially plays Eminem in Phone Booth. Mm. I don't um, remember that. I remember, I'm just looking at his... Like, his, the big thing he did oh recently God. was Leave No Trace, which was uh, a very oh, well-regarded yeah. movie, um, where he played, like, a homeless man with his daughter. I've heard Hello High Water is very good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone says that's very good. He's just sort of like, yeah, he, he pops up in a lot of these sort of like western-y types. Mm. He's often plays it playing kind of like loose cannons. Sort of boring films. <laughs> All the boring films. <laughs> boring films. He is, he is interesting in that he was in the movie Hostage, then in the movie Hostiles, and then in the movie Hustle. <laughs> That's true. He's making his way and hell or high water. He's making his way around the H's. I know, but I liked the use of an H and an S T. Hell and high water doesn't quite make it in there, I'm afraid. No, sorry. In the finest uh, hours, did you ever see the finest hours? Of course you didn't. Is that the they go out on a trip? No, it's a different film. <laughs> it's- I thought it was the one where the royals go out on a night on the town. <laughs> it's called a royal night out. <laughs> There's another one called like Their Finest. Yeah, Hour Their Finest is a different movie about, <laughs> about um, uh, World War Two propaganda movies. Yes, which is a really I'm, good movie. Actually, it's a this very is what's movie. happened. I've confused a Royal Night Out with Their Finest. <laughs> confused Their Finest. With their finest hours. With their finest hours. Which is an easy, well, almost an easy thing to do. One of those is an easy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Alright, well there's Ben he was Foster. Also, the Ben guy. Foster was, uh, like, we can't leave out that he was Angel in X-Men The Last Stand. Yes, he was the stupid one. <laughs> You're the stupid one. You're the stupid one. <laughs> It's so stupid, Ben Foster. He grows, what, he grows, does he grow wings and then jump out a window? Is that what happens? Yeah. Feel like? They're going to give shit. him the cure, and then he's like, no! No! <laughs> I am Angel. <laughs> and he saves his dad at the end. What a good fan. What a good um, <laughs> um, But yeah, so Vince, Vince is like, fuck you being a coach. Um, you're gonna go back on the road and find me a new star, a new gotta, star. Gotta find me a star, kid. Um, yeah, and uh, this is the point where I just wrote down, "Oh, it's a one last mission movie." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, it's a fucking. Well, I guess it is. I'm noticing like all my notes are kind of from like the first montage of the movie. Because one of them is just like uh, he has a phone call with Queen Latifah, and my note is just like I already love Queen Latifah and Sandler as a couple. They're a really good couple. They're really I think, good couple. I think this might be the best, the best couple yeah. that we've seen on screen. I can't remember who else we said Ever. that about. We <laughs> have said that about someone else. I think it was uh, Sandler and um, Sandler and Rachel Dratch. Yes, from uh, <laughs> we did the week like of. them the week off. I get. Is it not Sandler I, and Kate Beckinsale and Click? 
Oh, it could have been. I guess this is another thing. Oh, Sovereign Aniston and Murder Mystery is a pretty good couple. Yeah, it's pretty good, but like. I think Dratch, Dratch was up there and now it's Sandler and Queen Latifah. Yeah. And another thing I want to say is I think this might be one of Sandler's best performances in anything oh, that we've Sandler's watched. so good in this. He's one of my so notes is good. that like, in anyone else's hands this role could be very dry but yeah. the Sandman touch is strong here. <laughs> it really is. Oh, like, like He's very charming throughout this whole thing. He's so good, and you know, it's kind of like, you know, we've talked about it a lot, or maybe I've talked about it more, I'm not sure, but like, his eyes are alive <laughs> in ways that they're not always alive in these films, in, in Happy Madison films, but he just like, he fucking gives a shit about this, about this film, mm. and like, there's just... Well, this is it, know, like... We kind of talk about like, why we do this podcast, but like, if you get Sandler on a fucking good day in a good movie, he's untouchable. But I don't even think it's like a good day. I think there's a reason why he's so good in this. No, no, I mean, yeah, sorry. Saying a good day makes it sound like chance. Like, he yeah. cares about this movie. Like, he he's putting he... work in. Look, the thing is, we know Sandler loves basketball. Loves the basketball. Loves it. And I think he read this and really connected with the script. Mm. And the other thing I think is he's still sort of riding the high of uncut gems. Do you think? I think you know he. We've seen him do serious movies before, and they've kind of flown under the radar. Like, like rain over me. Like rain over me did not make a splash. People weren't very impressed with it. Uh, I think people liked him in Funny People, but the movie wasn't generally well regarded. Mm. Um, and didn't I think do he's doing a better well. job in this than the, Funny People. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. He got such high plaudits for Uncut Gems. Yeah. That I don't. Th I think he's quite enjoying being in that space. Mm. Whereas before, he's done these sort of like dramatic turns and is less buoyed to continue doing them. Mm. And I think, you know, this this moment was, like, quite special. Uh, mm. Like, uh, Uncut Gems really connected with audiences and critics. And I'd say he was probably quite close to an Oscar nomination. I think yeah. he kind of wants one. And Could this be the one? I no. don't think it will be. <laughs> but... But I think he's good in it. I think he's really good in it. I think he is a real like he he is the handle on this film. Of yeah. course, like um, Juancho uh, Herman Gomez is the newcomer who he recruits on this one last mission, mm. who is also really good in this movie. Also really good. You know, a trained basketball player. He is. You know, he um, what is what team is he? He's with the Utah Jazz, mm. and. He's not an actor, but he's he's very charming, and I think he works very well with Sandler. Yeah, I think so. I think they, they bounce off each other pretty well, and it doesn't feel like... You know, I don't know anything about basketball. This is one of those ones where I'm like, am I going to get into this sport after watching this movie? Maybe, but like... You know sometimes you watch these films where they star, you know, professional sports Space players. Space Jam, like, New Legacy. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but like... <laughs> Or well, Michael Jordan in original Space Jam, and you're like, you're not an actor, you're a you're a fucking sports star. 
Do you know, like it feels weird. Like, like everyone, Shaq in Grown Ups too. Shaq in Grown Ups too. He doesn't feel like a. I was like, wow, they really trained up this actor to play basketball, or like, <laughs> is it a double? And then when I found out it was a, it was an actual basketball player, I was just like, oh. Everyone in this movie is a basketball player. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I found that out afterwards, and I was like, everyone in this is like good. Like, I don't know what, well, what they've got, done. Um, you got Anthony Edwards, aka Ant Man, um, playing uh, Kermit in this. Yeah. The 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 rival basketball player. Yes. He was also very good. He was really good as well. Really, really fucking good. He plays with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hmm. So they aren't like big, big players. I mean, they're big players, but they're not playing for like... I mean, yeah, I guess... I mean, they're not like... Yeah, they're not like Kyrie level or... Um, like... Um, Garnett. Garnett, my boy. Um, or, of course, um, LeBron. Hmm. But... They are professional basketball players. It's not like they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. like on the weekends. Like, oh, I'm just going to go to some Amdram sessions. To, like, I'm going to do a week of like Shakespeare rehearsals. Mm. Like, they these guys are just like I'm not sure they'd have careers playing anything else. But they're no. good in this. But they're good in this. Yeah. Why was LeBron James not in this film? Well, he produced it. Well, I know that, but why was he not in it? Busy making Space Jam a new legacy. Busy making Space Jam a new legacy, that's true. Josh, did you see Uncle Drew? No. Oh, you'd like Uncle Drew. Would I? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, Google Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Okay. <laughs> it stars Kyrie Irving as the title character from his Pepsi Max, ad- Pepsi Max adverts. Oh, that's another thing. What a good, lot of good product placement in this movie, oh, isn't there? Funny, I was eating KFC when that KFC <laughs> came on. I was like, like I was doing the Leo gif, uh, pointing at the TV. He's like, he has KFC. That's before, like, he's like, I'm eating some local cuisine. It's just a massive Burger King thing, and then he's wearing like a Dunkin' Donuts jumper for like the last. He hour wears a lot of Under Armour in this as well. Does he? Yeah, I noticed that. that. I would like that Dunkin' Donuts jumper. I thought you would want that sleeveless hoodie. That um, I do wants. want that. I <laughs> do want that. Wears. I do want that. But but the problem is is that I've got very hairy upper arms, <laughs> and it's always held me back from that look because I do want that look. But... I could tell like, as soon as you came on in that, and it's not even like sleeveless. It like the sides are gone. <laughs> Yeah, the, the sleeveless, the sleeveless sides are gone. Hoodie look is, I think, very good. It's it's like you could imagine Ryan in the OC going for that look oh, as well. Fuck yeah, Add that with a choker, some sort of like wallet chain, some big <laughs> jeans. You know, like it's a fucking vibe. It's a vibe. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is a vibe. Well, me, I would like to dress like the cast of Uncle Drew. Okay, yeah, yeah it does look good. I think you'd like it. Sort of. I, went, I think I'm the only person in the world who went to see it at the cinema. I'm going to try and find that Dunkin' Donuts jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Dunkin' Donuts guy or a Krispy Kreme guy? Neither. I think they're both disgusting. But oh, I like I've, Krispy Kreme. I've never had Dunkin' Donuts, I don't think. I've eaten Krispy Kreme and they are fine. <laughs> 
You are a cross-town man. Yeah. <laughs> I am a cross-town. If I'm feeling like I really want to fuck myself up, I'll eat a donut time. Oh, God. But that's if I want to, like... If I haven't slept very well and I want to give myself some sort of sugar-induced coma, I will eat that and then just ride the sugar crash down into my, my sleep. My thing with donut time is they're not really donuts. They're like little cakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not even cakes. They're just monstrosities I I tell you what, I I if I want to treat myself stuff off at the Krispy Kreme buy myself uh, free glazed raspberries and just Ooh. eat them in one bite in one bite <laughs> <laughs> in one bite you're just like Homer when he gets to fucking hell yeah oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> No, they're pretty good. I do like the, the Lotus Biscoff mm. Krispy Kreme. But the thing is with Krispy Kreme is like the the dough doesn't taste like it doesn't it's just not it's like a Twinkie. Like it's not it's I don't not know, when's the last time you had matter. one? Um I don't know, you know, that's a good point. But it You and me will go get some donuts. We will. I think like the thing is I don't drink coffee, but I do think Krispy Kreme <clears throat> donuts are kinda of perfect for coffee dunking. Um I, I don't think so. Because I think it, mm-hmm. as a recent converted coffee drinker, mm-hmm. I... You wouldn't dunk anything. I wouldn't fucking dunk anything, that's number one. But two is, well, I'd, I'd dunk a nice little... Tell you what I've liked recently. What are they called? La Petit Beurre. That you get from... <laughs> <laughs> nearly released. La Petit Beurre. <laughs> La Petit Beurre. It's a lovely little butter biscuit. And they're really good. They work very well in a coffee. I don't know. I just feel like the the Krispy Kreme. I feel they'd be quite absorbent. Mm. I think they would, but I don't know if you want. Well, yeah, because then you have like the... with biscuits. Because then you have what? Sorry, you're so you're so fucking British. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Um... I'd like a little biscuit to dunk in my coffee. Yeah, you put biscuits in because then, like, it makes them soft. You don't put a fucking, oh, my soft donut is now soggy. Like, what the yeah, fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, that's kind no! of bad. It's like dunking bread into soup. Just, well, that's different now. But, yeah, but that, <laughs> you're trying to enjoy, you're trying to enjoy the soup and you're getting a, a starch to help you enjoy the soup. With this, you're going to enjoy the donut. You're making it worse. You're making the donut worse by making it wet. The, bre- the bread true. isn't the main event in the bread and soup. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on the soup. Depends, <laughs> depends on, on the, the soup and depends on the bread. But yeah, you're right there. But um, I think I think uh, a wet donut is not the worst thing in the world. Because a donut is nice when it absorbs what it's made with. Yeah, we're just not going to agree on this. No. <laughs> but this is it. I don't want you to really get that Dunkin' Donuts top because I, d- I don't think you fairly represent the consumer. <laughs> what? Because I don't want to dunk donuts. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like it's sort of like I don't know, false advertising, isn't it? It's still advertising. It's not yeah, really it's false. false. It's like, <laughs> look at this man. If you eat Dunkin' Donuts, you could be like this man. But it's not true, because he doesn't do it. He doesn't eat Dunkin' Donuts. He doesn't endorse it. He doesn't dunk poser. it. Yeah. Mm. No. Not having it, Josh, to be honest. I guess that's true, but I have found a very good jumper. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe... Maybe I'll get that. Maybe you will. 
Um, yeah, bow tie. So we meet Bo, Bo Cruz. Bo um, Cruz playing street game. He's he's hustling, which I guess is where the title of the movie comes from. How many times did they say hustle? Because I counted three. They say it a few times. Yeah, he's hustling, or he's yeah, yeah, he's hustling. He's hustling. He's playing street ball, and uh, making people uh, making people give him money. Hmm. He does it later on in New York as well, not New York, Philadelphia. Hmm. Um, uh, and we meet his mum, and we meet his daughter. Yeah. And uh, you know he's a single dad. He gave up being a basketball possibility. He's also playing soccer. Which Sana, yep. Sana rips the piss out of soccer. Sana's like, movie. soccer can suck it. Yeah, Sana is like, fuck soccer, fuck the World Cup, and fuck anyone who <laughs> likes it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he, Sana is like, come play basketball for Philadelphia. But Ben Foster's got other ideas. Ben Foster's, ben like, Foster's instantly just like, fuck off. Ben Foster. Ben. I don't know what is up with Ben Foster's character in this movie. He sends Sana off to do this mission. Does he does he actually trust Sana, or is he just setting Sana up for a fail? I think he's setting him up for a fail. He doesn't like him. I think he's he's trying to get him to quit because he's his um uh, something that else that's happened probably since the last time we recorded is I've watched Tinker Tailor Tol- Soldier Spy for the first time and then subsequently three more times <laughs> in the space of six months, and it feels the movie like- or the series the movie okay the movie and it feels like the bit where they force john hurt out and then mm. gary oldman has to go as well it's kind of like the dad is dead and the dad preferred sandler to ben foster so who this wouldn't? is like a who wouldn't because ben foster's a piece of shit so it's kind of like how much older is um is robert duvall than ben foster I'm gonna say Ben Foster. Ben Foster's like forty-two. Uh, Broderbar's fifty years older than Ben Foster, so he would have. So he's had... forty-one. Yes. And how old is Robert Duvall more than Heidi Gardner? Who is Heidi Gardner? Because I recognised her. She's from SNL. Ah. Uh, okay. But I can't seem to find her age. But I imagine he must have had her when he was in his seventies. <laughs> Yeah, she's not twenty. She's young though. She's oh, she's thirty-eight. She's older than I thought she was. Everyone in showbiz is older than you think they are. Mm. Everyone, because people assuming, never get their breaks I'm until they're like thirty-five. Than me. No, no, unless no you're like a kid star, you don't get your break and your breakthrough until you're like thirty-five. Dire. Yes. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have said that Ben Foster is only three years older than her. Well, that's because he's got that prosthetic to make him look like he's been reading ten books a day. <laughs> I unfortunately do think... as I actually think Heidi Gardner, when she shows up and she's got lovely chemistry with Sandler, but she is also the weakest part of this movie in that like, she's like, I'm going to keep my seat on the board, but he's going to take over. And then at the end, she's like, now I'm taking over. I'm back now. <laughs> I'm the nice one. I'm gonna make everything okay. Yeah, I don't really understand how that happens, but, <laughs> but fine. I mean, it was so, like her part is so strange. Like she shows up and he's like, "You're not gonna stay for the movie." She's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's uh, really weird. Yeah. Do you know who else? Someone else who I always love showing up in films. 
and was only in it for one scene, I was like, I really thought he'd come back for anything. <laughs> is Raul Castillo. Now, who's that? <laughs> he is. Did you ever see the HBO show Looking? No. Did... I don't think his name is Raul Castillo. Oh, no, it is. Yes. There's another Raul Castillo. You might know him from Army of the Dead. He I've plays. seen that. You might know him from uh, the Guy Ritchie film Wrath of Man, also released under the title that I saw it under of Cash Truck. You might know him as... <laughs> you might know him as a cop from Knives Out. You might know him... Looking is probably the biggest thing he's in. Mm. Um, oh, he's in Atypical. Mm -hmm. Have you saw that nope. Netflix show? Nope. It's good. Anyway, he's just a really <laughs> charming actor that shows up in things, and every time I see him, I'm like, oh my god, it's you, I love you. And he's only in it for one scene. And he plays the lawyer who... I know um, who he is, yeah. Yeah. The lawyer who sells Sandra out. Well, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Because listeners, if you know who Raul Castillo is, then tweet us at True Hat Mad and be like, "I love him," and tell Jack what films to watch. But Cha Cha, he real he's smooth. He's, he he's that's supposed to be quite good. Um, uh, he does sell Sandra out because he's like he is the lawyer who comes. Because uh, it it's, turns out that Bo has got a criminal record yeah. of uh, of beating people up, assault, yeah. once, and uh, once, and it ended up being uh, uh, his uh, what, like his dad? No, no, his uh, his kid's stepdad. Yes. For for reasons that seem reasonable. They seem reasonable at the beginning, and then seem even more reasonable yeah as it goes on um, <laughs> the lawyer the lawyer comes and Sandra is like oh keep this quiet alright like, don't tell anybody and then like the next time you see Ben Foster he's like he's got a criminal record yeah I but... don't know a good Ben Foster impression he's got a criminal record him <laughs> yeah but I think he does him a favour because it's it's better that it's out there and how much worse would it have been if Sandler, everything's... Well, Ben Foster's A, not going to accept Bo. But B, Sandler's doing well, and then... And then it comes out... Who is Ben Foster rooting for in this movie? He j <laughs> That's a good point. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have, like, a man that he's... You know, it's not I like... I guess, like... Because, like... Kermit is not looking to play for Philadelphia, I don't think. No. Um, yeah, there's no one there that he's like, this is my boy, and I think he's good. He just has he, nothing. He admits that he made a mistake with the German guy. Yeah. Hello. And that's it. There's no one. He's not He's not for anything. He's just He's just anti-Sandler. Which, you know, maybe that's a... Maybe, maybe he's playing, like, versions of us. We've been <laughs> could be. Past. Maybe we're the bad guy. We're the primary antagonists of Hustle. 
I think maybe if you did put us in a blender, you and me, <laughs> you we wouldn't bent. look too dissimilar. <laughs> you wouldn't! That's true, I'm bald. We both have beards. Yeah. Um, and I'm Scott Khan. And you're Scott Khan. Son of and James I'm Khan. Son of... Son of James. <laughs> My favourite villain from an Adam Sarnum movie. <laughs> um, did you, when you saw the credits and you saw Anthony Edwards' name come up, did you think that Goose from Top Gun was going to be in this? I did, yes. <laughs> I was like, Anthony Edwards, I've seen that name before. And then, yeah. Cast my mind back to Wednesday or whenever it was when I watched Top Gun One. Little did you know it was actually the Ant Man. It's the Ant Man. It's a different. It's a different, different guy. Different. different guy. It's not. It's not brains from Thunderbirds. <laughs> did you know that Anthony Edwards played brains in the Thunderbirds movie? I did not. There you go. I thought the Thunderbirds movie was live action. It is. Oh. <laughs> Why would Anthony Edwards being in it make it any different? I don't know. What does Anthony Edwards <laughs> He looked like brains. Yeah. Oh, when you search Anthony Edwards, you get the one that I'm not looking for. <laughs> search Anthony Edwards' brains. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I just thought, I don't know, I thought Anthony Edwards' brains would be too old to play brains. I don't know, this was like 2003. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Who else is in the Thunderbirds movie? Ben Kingsley. This is as little... little Little teaser for season two. Season two. <laughs> Little teaser for season two. It's 2004, actually, Jack. Oh, shit. What else happens in this film? I mean, <laughs> like. Well, this is, then it just sort of turns into Creed. Um, then it turns into Creed. Yeah, because he takes them back to Philadelphia, trains them up. Like, he's an outsider. He is going. He's not being sponsored by a team. He. Is... he he lets himself down at one point like it's exactly the same i'll tell you the bits that remind me of goal you know the you, you know, know i've the not match. seen goal well you should you tell me a. what he reminds you of goal it's just gonna remind me of nothing well fine unless <laughs> you the... tell me that it reminded you of the interactive <laughs> it reminded me of the interactive bus stop ad because there's a section that was probably be in the trailer of goal where um Glenn Foy who is the Glenn Foy is the is the out of touch scout who is played by Stannis the Manis from Game of Thrones he goes it's to Mexico Stannis the Manis his name's Stannis Stannis Baratheon but everyone calls him Stannis the Manis um Stan the Man again another Stan the Man fuck uh he goes over to to LA and he sees Young Santiago Munez, who is a who is a waiter slash gardener, who was also very good at football, and he gets him to try out for Newcastle. Oh, what is his name? I used to know his name. I can't remember it. Uh, it's just old news. Goal one. <laughs> He's played. By no, goal I don't one. want sustainable development. Goal one. <laughs> I want the goal movie. What's his name? Kuno Becker. That's it. Everybody Kuno had Becker. Kuno fever after goal one. They did. And Alessandro Nivola, better known as Pollux Troy from Face Off. Better He's also in goal. As uh, the talking dinosaur in Jurassic Park 3. Is it? <laughs> oh my god. But there's a scene where he's like, if you come to Newcastle, I will get you a tryout. And... 
then he goes to Newcastle and he does the tryout, but he fucks it up because he's never played in this sort of setting. But that's not why 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 Bo Cruz fucks it up. That's how he fucks up the first time. No, 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 no. Bo Cruz gets fucked up by taking words to heart. As Salman yeah, this says, is why I mean. It's the same thing. Sal- no, that's that's exactly what you yeah, haven't seen. Goal. This people, is exactly what happens. People in playing in different climates. This is a different. There's a bit of playing in different climates, but it's also to do with the mentality of the professional players. It's a mixture. Comet gets inside Bo Cruz's head. That's true, and that becomes the primary. Which is probably another weak part of this movie. What? I don't know. Just that he has anger issues. I know. Look, I know. I'm speaking to someone who's got anger issues here, so I don't want to push any buttons. (laughs) Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It's a funny um, little joke there. Listen, <laughs> it's a funny little joke. There. Like I don't know. Like it was just like I don't know. The way Comet was winding him up was just really annoying me throughout the whole thing. I was like, why is Comet so obsessed with this one guy? I don't think it is. I think I don't think it is that. It feels like it. It does feel like it, but I think that's because maybe that's a potential. Yeah, weak point in the film is they don't show that. I imagine that Kermit does this to everyone, and like that's just his vibe. Kermit like, also acts like he wants to. Um, his like comments about uh, Bo's daughter are weird. Very weird. <laughs> very weird. She's like eight. <laughs> it's a strange moment. It's not great. Film. It's not great. Not great. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. It, I don't look. Kind of... Look, I'm picking these things apart. I loved this movie. I thought this movie was. I love great. it as well. I love it. <laughs> I love, I love it, it as well. It. I love. I love, I love it as you. well. I don't have anything. <laughs> don't have anything bad to say about it. Well, I have one thing, but that will be my LVP. Oh no. But yeah, um, I mean, I also think. I know we've we're kind of straying away from plot, but to, to be honest, we know what the plot is at this point. Everyone who's listening knows what the plot is at this point, either because they've watched it or because they've seen these films before. They've seen yeah. Creed. This they've is it. Like Gold. it is very much a typical sports movie, but it's done well. Done really well. It's done well with compelling characters and good actors, and. Um, I'd say it's also one of the best shot sport movies I've ever seen. I one of my notes uh, was um, how like I think Netflix is a good home for Happy Madison for the most part. Mm. Like nobody needs to go to the cinema to see Father of the Year. <laughs> but you would have loved to have gone. I to would have liked to this. see this this at the cinema. I agree. There's something really nice in ASMR. I'm satisfying about the sound of a basketball hitting on a court, and I think that would have been incredible on the big screen. Did you see that Ben Affleck basketball movie? Air Bud. <laughs> yeah, Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud. Um, right, ben Affleck played the dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was inside the dog. It was like a puppet. It no, was called I don't... The Way Back. No. Or in the UK, Find the Way the Way, way Back. back. Find the way back. Finding the way back. No, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck plays like a basketball coach, and this film kind of made me want to watch it. Oh really? And very. Have you seen it before? It. No, I've never seen it. It no. came out like just before COVID. Um, like 
like it was March 24th, 2020. It was like when it came out. So not exactly the time you wanted to be in cinemas. Um, okay. Right, I'm looking at it. It's got more of a Coach Carter vibe. It kind of makes me want to watch it, though. I was oh, watching... Coach Carter? No. Just, just the way... Finding the way back. <laughs> Have you seen Coach Carter? No. That's a really good movie. You're going to fucking love that. I remember my friend as a kid telling me that they like Coach Carter because they're street. Well, <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to avoid a film because a 13-year-old was like had a weird opinion. <laughs> I do. This it, it's a good film, man. My it's note, good. I love my note of Josh needs to start wearing the sleeveless hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab it. Um yeah, you should watch Coach Carter, and then you should watch The Way Back. Finding The Way Back. <laughs> Finding The Way, Way Back. You should just watch The Way, Way Back. Do, you, do we have much else to say on this? Not really. I mean, I mean it's unfortunately, like, it is, it's it's just very solid. That's it's it. Really like, it's solid. really nicely made. Um, the editing is good. I will say they go to um, the uh, match cut thing a, a few too many times for my liking. What do you mean? So oh, have, ma- right. Yeah, they'll match cut like him. Like at the beginning, they did it with like people playing basketball. So like different people playing basketball match cut to look like one, like sequence. Yeah. Um. When, when right. I first saw, it, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty impressive." And then they did it a few more times in the movie. I was like, "Okay, you're kind of relying yeah. on this a bit too much. It's not as impressive anymore." But I liked the editing in general. I'm gonna, yeah. I will say that you know, I did. I know I did lead into this by being like, I think this is one of the best shot sport movie, definitely best shot Happy Madison films that we've seen, but yeah. potentially one of the best shot sports movies I've seen. Better shot than maybe uh, Creed. Here comes the boom, definitely. Way better, but you know, maybe second in terms of sports movie to Creed, but like it does feel like an advert at a, at a number of points. And what you were saying there about that match shot, it kind of feels like they're kind of like. Nike ad yeah. vibe. Which makes sense Doesn't for make a sense. basketball movie. Yeah, but it can't be sustained throughout a whole movie. But No. But very cool sequences. Um no, yeah, really cool sequences. Really like I I enjoyed it so much. That's yeah. that, I think that's just a simple thing. Though speaking yeah. of Creed, do you know what I love about Creed? Go on. How they shoot the boxing matches to look like they're an HBO fight like night type of thing. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so good. This had that a couple of moments. Oh, no, it didn't really. But it had um, some fun, weird... Am I making this up? Did it have, like, stabilized footage of, like, from underneath basketball? Oh, I loved the little drone sequence. Oh, the little drone sequence was that good. That was so good. <laughs> of just being like, a kid has a drone. We're going <laughs> to fucking shoot that. That'll be fun. And it made it look like NBA Jam. It's great. How did you feel about the ending? I liked it, you know. That they're, they're on different teams and some I... telling them how the fuck blow up. Yeah, I... I like a film... It kind of like... I guess Creed kind of has it. <laughs> where it's like... You know, I can, the first Rocky has it as well, doesn't it? Or does... In the first Rocky, does he beat Apollo Creed? No, he loses. No. He loses. Same as Creed, right? But he, like wins. Creed, he wins. He wins, but he loses. He wins in life. Same as this, which I love that kind of thing where it's like things don't things don't turn out like perfectly. Yeah. But it's nice that they have that relationship where they will see like both of them have won. 
but they're on different journeys now and I don't know, I just how, really love how it. How did you feel about the tattoo? I had a little cry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little cry. So in the movie, like, well, in real life, um, Juancho has a sleeve of tattoos and then one arm that's uh, clean. Um, mm. And they mention in the film that he, all his tattoos represent his, uh, his mother and his daughter. Mm. And then he says all the tattoos on his clean arm represent his dad, who was absent. And then at the end of the movie, he's got a tattoo that represents... I'd love it if he just had Adam Sala's face. <laughs> Stand the man. <laughs> what does it say again? I can't remember. It's the tree. Yeah, but it says something. It's there like are some words my, on my it. My oak tree. Yeah. There's some... Well, because that's what the mum... That's yeah. what the mum calls him, right? I know, that's why he gets that tattoo. Yeah, but there's a... There are some oh, words... Oh, I do know. It, there is some words. It's like, um... Like, like don't go get, to bed angry or something like yeah that. it's like get game or something <laughs> I can't remember it's some, it's something that Sandler some, keeps saying to him some generic thing but it's something that like, Sandler has said to hustle. him over and over again yeah, hustle up hustle up <laughs> I can't remember what it was but yeah I know I had a little cry hustle and bustle baby I had a lot, had a lot of little cries in this because they really match I'm a sucker they do. I'm a sucker for, like, as we talked about it before, like, specific kinds of music, especially, like, inspirational music, especially if it's, like, people overcoming some sort of adversity in the way that he is in that whole sequence of, like, running up that hill, Kate Bush style. Mm-hmm. Big song. Big song right now. Do you think they tried to get that and then Stranger Things were like, no, we're no. using it. Can't have no. That. No. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah <laughs> It's a fucking good movie. It's not a perfect movie, but it's very good. It's, it's half a star away from perfect. It's a whole star away from perfect. <laughs> I will. Will you watch this movie again? Um, I could see me watching it again. I will 100% watch this movie. This is going to be a hangover movie for me now. This is going to be on the roster. It's like, like. Yeah, it's a solid sports movie. Did you see Ford versus Ferrari? No, I've seen the end of Ford versus Ferrari, but I haven't seen <laughs> the rest of Ford. Um, yeah, I've seen that bit of Ford v Ferrari. I think you'd like it. I do want to watch it because I like cars. Two films that made me think of it recently are Hustle and Top Gun. Really? Both films that you Interesting. enjoy. Interesting. Well, it's like I watched Rush when I had COVID, which is another thing that happened since we've been <laughs> since we've stopped recording. I had. Or COVID since we last again. recorded. You had COVID again. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I had COVID for potentially the first time, and I watched Rush, and it's shit. Um, I don't remember it being shit, but I don't remember it. No, I wouldn't. Wouldn't. Well, watch it again, and it, I remember the first time being like, "Ooh," and this time I'm like, "Ugh." Just I'm not the biggest Chris Hemsworth fan. No. I don't think he's great. No, I'm curious I... to watch the Spiderhead movie. Yeah, what is that? Well, the only reason I'm curious about it is because from the director of Top Gun. Is it? Yeah. Scott, Tony Scott? No, Top Gun 2. Oh. I don't know who directed. Uh, Joe Krasinski. Who directed... John Krasinski? Joe Krasinski. Who directed um, Tron Legacy. Hmm. And that movie uh, that was like um, Wally and Moon with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. I've also seen that he directed the Mad World commercial for Gears of War. Yeah. 
or maybe not directed it, but it said his previous work has primarily been with CGI-related television commercials. But I remember that fucking advert, and that... I went everywhere. I don't know if I remember that ad. You're right. <gasps> He's also set to direct an untitled Formula One racing movie, re-teaming with Jerry Bruckheimer and Aaron Kruger, oh, with go. racing driver Lewis Hamilton also serving as producer. <laughs> it will star Brad Pitt! <laughs> Oh my god, okay. <laughs> right. This is going to be okay. Top Gun on the ground. I'm, I fucking love that. I love, <laughs> I love Formula One and I love Top Gun Maverick. One of my new things on uh, online dating is just to say no to girls who like Formula One. Why? Because no, I don't like Formula One. Have you watched Formula One? Do I look like the type of man who is time well, to watch Formula One? Well, this is your problem. One? Like... I would have said the same thing two years ago, and then do you know what happened? A pandemic, and then Formula One Drive to Survive Season 2 happened, or Not Season 3. Not for me. Give it a watch, man. Give no, it a watch. It's from, the same producer, it's from the same producers as Amy and... Amy? Um, and oh. Oh, you watched, Maradona. No, you watched Senna. No. What? Formula One Drive to Survive oh. is, is produced by... Why didn't you watch Senna? I have watched Senna. Like Not a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, like From I the thought producers it was good. of Amy. Senna. From the director of Amy. From the director, yeah. yeah. Well, this is from the producer. <laughs> I like Senna. I like Senna. I didn't like it as much as I liked Amy. Fuck Formula One. Fuck one. So you don't know. You don't know. I guarantee you give yourself. You give yourself. I don't like cars. Are you, you give a yourself big car guy. I see you in your I Porsche. Don't know, I don't have anything. I can't drive. <laughs> you give you give yourself ten episodes of Formula One Drive to Survive. You I won't. Fucking love I it. I won't. I don't think I would. I think you would. Think of all the things I like, and then think of that, and see what crossover there is. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> There's none. I just, now, I just, now, you know, I like, just want you. I just want you to like it. Then we'll, well, we'll give me the old more round. Things to talk about. More things to talk about. Nah. Fine. See, there's a little hint for season two. <laughs> I don't understand how you can love Speed Racer and you cannot oh, love Formula yeah, One. Formula One was like Speed Racer. I don't understand how you cannot love Speed. How you can love Speed Racer and Top Gun Maverick. Guys, we're gonna go see Speed Racer, me and Josh. We are. <laughs> I've never seen it. We've got tickets. It's going to be good. It's Come be down good. if this is released before then. It will be. I, <laughs> I guess it will be. Um, uh, Josh, we do? who's your MVP? My MVP <clears throat> is David Dallas. David Dallas. So David Dallas, you might remember during the montage scene the big montage scene where he's running up the hill. They have a song called Runnin' that is playing in the background that's got a really good beat, a really strong beat on it. And it's just like a nice inspirational track. Well, something has happened since the last time we recorded is I've started taking my running more seriously. And I'm currently training for a half marathon. Today I had to do 13 kilometer run and I was finding it very difficult. And then I just stuck on that running song song, running song that I heard in Hustle when I watched it earlier and it fucking saved my life so it was one of my favourite scenes in the film and it also really helped me in real life um, so I think that's the MVP but I also found out that he this is the bit of trivia I was talking about earlier Jack, 
I found out he also has a song called Training Montage. Which <laughs> 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 I really love. <laughs> but they didn't use it for this. They used the other one. Where you have to make a bit of a hint, a bit of a leap between the song being called Running and Bo Running. Um, yeah, it's hard to connect that tissue. It's hard to, yeah. Who's your MVP, Jack? LeBron James, motherfucker! Why? Because um, he's not in it. No, because he's the producer of this film. And I think this film doesn't work without the uh, involvement of the NBA. Um, that is absolutely true. I just think this film being like so tied to the real NBA and having all the real NBA stars makes it feel real. Mm. It makes it feel dynamic. It makes it feel alive. And um, I agree. And I think LeBron probably helps make that happen. As much as Sandler is a big NBA guy, LeBron is bigger. In LeBron's height got the connections. And- <laughs> And, and with, um, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, I think LeBron, you know, has set up this Spring Hill production company, and you know, mm. it's interesting what they're putting out, and maybe that's a little hint for season two. <laughs> I haven't actually seen what they're putting out, and that's a little hint. That's <laughs> a little hint. It's a little it's hint. A little it's hint. Uh, I, I mean, I can't wait for this house party remake. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. What's House Party? You don't know what House Party is? Oh, you're it's so not... fucking white. Um, <laughs> you ain't straight. Shut the fuck up, man. You ain't straight. House Party oh, okay. was Kid and Play. From popular hip-hop duo Kid and Play. <laughs> from, from, that, from that. And it was, it was a trilogy. Mm. They, uh, they, they went... Um, they had oh, House Parties. Nice. Okay. And now let's get a remake. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Martin Lawrence is in it. Not in the, in the original, not yeah. the remake. New one's got uh, Jacob Lattimore. Could I ladder any more? Who's Jacob Lattimore? Lattimore, not Lattimore. Oh, Lattimore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacob okay. Lattimore from uh, The Maze Runner. I have not seen the Maze Runner. I have not seen the Maze Runner. You were on Fox. I was not yeah, on Fox. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know anything. Um, I don't think I met him when I was working on it. Did you not? No, because I Who don't did you think meet? he was in the second one. Um, no, did you meet Will Poulter? No, because he wasn't in the second one either. Is he dead? I did you meet Thomas Brody Sangster? I did. Kept burping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is the gossip, <laughs> fucking gossip podcast. You had it here first. Thomas Brady sings that he's gassy. <laughs> he's a gassy boy. He's a gassy boy. <laughs> um, yeah, this house. Yeah, uh, oh. truly happily Spring Hill, maybe. Could be. What? What? what you know? What could? <laughs> can't wait to. <laughs> just looking at what they've got coming up. It's it's a good list. You've got something called Shooting Stars, Black Ice, yeah. yeah, Blood Count, Blood Count, yeah, and New Kid. Oh, Serena Williams is involved in Blood Count. No, in Spring Hill Company. <laughs> yes, on the board of directors. That's mm. quite exciting. Interesting. This is very cool. Yeah. So LeBron, he's my MVP. Nice. I think it's good. the first time we've had a producer as our MVP. We've had producers as LVPs multiple times. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, well, speaking of, who is your LVP? 
So I've just realised it's it's is two. It's two. It's two wildly separate things. Um, one is I fucking I guess it's production design, and that would be Perry Andel and Blake, right? Was he the production designer on this? Yes, I remember <laughs> seeing his name pop up and being like, "Oh, there you are." <laughs> Director of um, director of Master Little of Nicky. Disguise. Oh yes, Master of Disguise. He's the Master of Disguise, Chairman of the House. <laughs> Everybody loves a turtle. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I want to watch Lemurs again. Oh, I thought you were saying fuck. I want to watch Master of Disguise. Again. <laughs> Absolutely not. I want to watch Lemurs. I can watch um, Master of Disguise again. I absolutely cannot. But sure. Perry Andel and Blake, and it's something I since I started noticing it in films or TV, I fucking hate it. I hate, 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 hate it. And it's whenever people have pals in the film. Oh shit! I noticed this as well. <laughs> and they text. They text their long-time friends in mm -hmm. films. And it's always the first text message they've ever sent. I noticed this. <laughs> and it's always just like, hey, how are you? Hey, what do you, can you help me get into the big basket? It's like, you've been friends for fucking 15 years and you haven't text. You haven't fucking text each other before. I think they also did it in Top Gun Maverick between. Yes, they do. Ice actually, no, and... I think they have previous messages. They might have done, actually. Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe, yeah. Now I can't remember which I noticed because I'm like, are you fucking serious? And which I noticed because it's like, oh my god, they actually did it. They actually put in the time to write out some text messages. But I know, I oh, they did it in normal people. And that really pissed me off because they text a lot. And every time they cut to the phone, it's it's the beginning of a new text conversation. It's like, that's not fucking how texting well, maybe works. People, maybe these are the type of people who don't have a lot of space on their phone and they delete messages. Maybe, but no, fuck off. <laughs> but that's the first bit, which is a bit, it's more trivial than the second bit. But the second bit is just like, just a sheer amount of like whorephobia that was coming out in the bit where it was like Adam Sandler was just taunting Bo to try and get him used to like. But I, I was, that's just a traditional your mama joke, isn't it? Yeah, but. Uh, that's yeah. like classic smack talk. It is, but it's just. You think we need to move on to new smack talk? I think there's different smack talk. I don't think we have to be like, oh, you're, I'd call your mum a sex worker, but she puts it out for free. Like, we can move beyond that. Like, it's bullshit. Okay. I know what you mean. Um, that's where I'm at with that. I was just like, I was just like, ugh. Like, I know that it's smack talk, but also I'm just like, ugh, okay, cool. Why would you prefer if it was like your mama's fat jokes? It doesn't have to be your mum. <laughs> like, no, it, just it does. Because have... that's what really gets to Bo. Is it? Yeah. Is that what was getting to him? I don't remember Kermit specifically doing no, your mum like, jokes. But like, that's what gets to Bo later on, anyway. When? Like with the daughter. But that's not his mum. That's well, a different. So would you prefer if different... it? So would it make more sense if someone was like, "Your daughter's a whore." Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be whore. This is what I'm saying. You don't have to use maybe, that stuff. Maybe you I can liked just this like... moment more than you because it reminded me of basketball. Oh, maybe it's a... Yeah, no, it did have quite a nice basketball moment. <laughs> it's just like, hey, your mom's having sex with Squeak! Basketball was made in 1999. <laughs> 98. Or 1998. Yeah. This is made in 2022. 
you could be like, you're a tall freak. That'd be fine. Um, uh, but that's kind of it, really. Who's your LVP? My LVP... Um, <laughs> mine's a silly one. Uh, just because... And, and, and I don't think they've done anything to deserve my wrath on this. But I saw their name in the opening credits and it filled me with rage. <laughs> I was just being reminded that Alan Cover. Oh, <laughs> we regret to inform you, Alan Cover. <laughs> Somehow, Alan Cover has returned. <laughs> and Somehow. Yeah, Alan Cover is a big piece of shit, and I was sad to see his name attached to this movie. Because I, I had hoped that he would just be stuck doing the shit Happy Madison movies now. I thought he'd be like. He's like Mr. Home Team yeah. and like Wrong Missy. But yeah. no, you know, that's too much for me to expect. He's He's got his fingers in everything. He's in the good and the shit. It is awful to know that for every movie that he doesn't make money from, such as Home Team, he will make money. Well, not that anyone's making money from He does make money from, money from Home Team. Yes, but I mean, they don't get... I don't understand how it works if they don't get box office. I really don't. <laughs> That'd be a deal. That'll be a deal, but like, what is it? I just don't understand. Anyway, I'm just I don't looking at Alan Covert's uh, credits, his uh, character credit names. Mm. Uh, referee Covert, Detective Jones, Gervy, <laughs> Coked Guy. I don't remember him as Gervy in Sandy Wexler. Who's Gervy? <laughs> <laughs> Abusive citizen. Zombie movie dad. That I remember. Abusive citizen. <laughs> Gervy. Gervy. <laughs> and of course, Gervy. <laughs> um, jerky security guard. In your Himself. <laughs> Himself. Uncredited in funny people. Soul patch. Jerky security guard. <laughs> Fred. Don't worry. His name in Strange Wilderness is... Fred. Fred. Are we, like, out of sync? Because <laughs> I keep saying <laughs> names, and then you say them straight after. I do? <laughs> yeah. It could be I that said I'm just Fred, fully... and then you were like, and his name in Strange Wilderness was... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've just been looking at these and not really listening <laughs> to anything. I've just been like, his name is... Towel Guy. <laughs> Referee. Referee. There he is. His name is Marty. Todd. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, because I don't, yeah, I don't have much, like, nobody really annoyed me too much in this movie. No. Um, one person, like, on a shout out as well is, um, in a good way, uh, is, uh, Jordan Hull as Alex Sugarman. Uh, Sandra and Latifah's daughter in this. I thought she was really good as well. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I liked the whole family dynamic. Mm. It was just very nice. I really liked it. I liked Sandra fun. coming home and like letting her go to the movies, um, uh, and Queen Latifah being annoyed. I could watch the whole movie of the Sugarmans. Absolutely, it'd uh. be great. Bring Hustle Two, <laughs> or it could be called Hustle Baby, or something. What if it's Hustler, and it's a prequel to Hustlers, and a sequel yes. to Hustle. Hustle, Hustler, Hustle. 
Hustle, hustler, hustler, hustler. 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 And it just adds more, more hustle. More, more, more hustler. Hustler. Yeah. All right. What do we do yeah. now? Um, we, we normally sort of wrap up in the in previous weeks. We would have been like, "This is what we're talking about next week," but we don't know. Oh, well, well actually, what no. We haven't. We haven't done news. 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 Happy Madison news. Happy Madison news. Happy Madison. Happy Madison news. is being dissolved. <laughs> no. no. Um. So I texted you about this a few weeks ago. There are there are some upcoming. Happy Madison movies I don't think we knew about entirely. Uh. Uh, so from the director of Father of the Year, uh. Tyler Spindell, we've got The Outlaws. Mm, what's that one? The film follows a bank manager named Owen, played by Adam Devine, whose bank is held up by an infamous group of criminals known as the Ghost Bandits. Cool. The robbery occurs during his wedding week, and certain indicators lead him to believe that the group of bank robbers might in fact be his future in-laws who have just arrived in town. That sounds very fun. And uh, the in-laws are played by Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin. <laughs> okay. Whose daughter is Nina Dobrev. In no way right. is Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin going to have Nina Dobrev as a daughter... <laughs> But sure, why not? It's fine. Um, we also have the another Sandler drama. Sandler drama. Um, we have the upcoming Spaceman. Yeah, which I only just realised is being directed by Johan Rank, which is that's Who gonna is... be fucking good. Yeah, he directed uh, the Chernobyl miniseries. Yeah. Directed Some of Breaking all of, Bad. Directed David Bowie's last two music videos before he died. Directed the movie Downloading Nancy. Not seen that. Not Don't know what it is. <laughs> um, that's so good. I mean, Paul fucking Paul Dano. Paul Dano, Carrie Mulligan, Carrie Mulligan, the guy from The Big Bang Theory, and Isabella Rossellini. Oh no! <laughs> it's oh, not. Sorry, it's sorry. not Bazinga. No, I know. It's a different one. It's a different guy. Okay. And it's being produced by Channing Tatum and Reed Carolyn. What? Who's Reed Carolyn? He's Channing Tatum's, like, partner. Oh. Like, they do, like, I believe they co-directed Dog together. Yes. What's, what's Dog? That's Channing Tatum's movie about him and a dog. I don't know what this is. I went, I <laughs> but, went to see oh, it I've cinema. seen the poster of that. It's Channing Tatum and the dog, and they're like, "Oh, it's kind of like Green Book, but if uh, if um, <laughs> if it was about a dog, but if there was a dog, <laughs> yeah, All right, escorting the military dog of his fallen friend yeah. to his funeral. Oh my god! I think okay. you'd really like dog. I probably would. Dog it kind of fits like... in your wheelhouse. <laughs> you will not like F one. I will like dog. Yeah. <laughs> It I, looks like I saw like what? Dog and Marry Me like in close succession and both for like three out of five films and I was like this is the best cinema I've seen in ages. <laughs> like I just want to sort of simple Oh I loved Marry Me. I gave it three out of five. <laughs> Perfect. I loved five it. Five star film, but only yeah. three of them. Yeah, five star, three out of five film. Three out of five film. Um yeah. 
Spaceman. And then, of course, the big news is that we have Murder Mystery 2. We already knew about Murder Mystery 2. We did. We were aware. But we weren't aware was that the director is not returning. <gasps> Instead, it is now being directed by Jeremy... Actually, maybe we did notice, because I remember making fun of this guy's name before. Uh, Jeremy Garlic. Garlic. Mm. Yeah, we talked about him. He yeah, and I feel like we definitely went ringer. on a big thing about the Vanderbilts. Oh, we know, we talked about the Vanderbilts, don't get me. Yeah, because yeah. the Vanderbilt wrote the first one. Yes, he's writing the second one. Yes, uh, he's back. He's James back. Vanderbilt. Um, but the cast has been uh, uh, released. And I don't know if it's anyone to get too excited about. Because mm. I remember we were sort of like, who could it be? And we've got, Who have we got Mark Strong. Oh, from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah. <laughs> from your favourite Grimsby. <laughs> the Brothers Grimsby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melanie um, Laurent. From from Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. And now you see me. Oh yeah. I'll <laughs> forget him. Um, Jodie Turner Smith from uh, Queen and Slim. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I'd like to. Tony Goldwyn, the uh, president in uh, Scandal. Not seen that, but cool. Annie Mumolo, the um, uh, Kristen Wiig's uh, writing partner and star of Barb and Star, Go to Vista Del Mar. Ah, that'd be great. And returning, we've got Adil Akhtar as the Maharaja. Do you remember that character? I do. Yeah, do you remember you didn't like that character? I do. And John Carney as Colonel Alinga, who I seem to remember dying in that movie, but maybe... I didn't. thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> but was it that... No, I, maybe he didn't die. Maybe it was just him talking about how he he got blown up and his hand got knocked off. I feel like he died. He definitely could have died. <laughs> I go, did he die? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh, remember. No, I don't died. want to rewatch the film to find out. It doesn't look like he died. No. But why are they back? Like, they didn't make friends with the Spitzers. No. Well, I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out why they come back. Were you excited? No. <laughs> I get like I could be. Who? Who's your favorite member of that cast? Mark Strong's always a bit hit or miss. He's mostly solid, but he can be a bit boring. But he could be doing a good job in this. Annie Mumolo is very funny, but I don't think she'll be used well in this. No. I was thinking that, because I was like... I'd never heard of her before. I saw Bob and Star. And that's obviously an incredible film. I think um, Jodie Turner-Smith is an interesting member. Yeah. Mark Strong's going to be the murderer, right? There's no way it can't be. But then maybe that's why they've cast him. Because they're like, everyone's just going to be like, it's Mark Strong, obviously. It's obviously Mark Strong. There's no way it couldn't be Mark Strong. Then it'll be Annie Mumolo. It'll be Annie Mumolo. It'll be Tony Goldwyn. I think. Yeah. Hmm. No Danny Boone returning, though. As the policeman. He might be coming back. He might just not have been announced. Oh, maybe. But um, yeah, that's that's HM news. Well, I guess we'll see we'll see people whenever any of those are released. Or 
before season two comes out. Before season two comes out. Whichever happens first, who knows? Who knows? Impossible to say. Let's wrap this up because I gotta go see Lightyear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've gotta have dinner. Yeah. So we've all got things to do. We're, we're busy people. Where are you seeing Lightyear? Putney Odin. Nice. What time? Eight. Yeah. Fucking hell. Tight. It's a fifteen-minute walk. Fucking hell. Um, Ten 20, minutes. Twenty minutes. Of nine trailers. minutes. Nine minutes. Fun. Okay. Well, I kind of said it earlier, but well, no, I didn't. Thank you so much for listening, listeners. I don't know how to do this anymore. What should we do? Oh yeah, if you want to get in touch, you can. On Twitter and Instagram at TrueHatMad. Uh, you can also send us an email, TrueHatMad at gmail.com. Uh, and then there's our personal personal Twitters and Instagrams that you can follow us on. So, Jack, why don't you kick us off? You Where can, can follow find Josh you? at Papsby, <laughs> which rhymes with Elvis. Yeah. And where can they find me? They find you at JFG at in digital 3 d at JFG in Digital 3D. On what platforms? On Twitter. No. On no. On Twatbox. He's on fucking Deskfan. On Deskfan. <laughs> on uh, John Lewis and Partners. Do you see in. how hard this was for me? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking. On Clipper. On Clipper's good. That's a good one. Well, that's good. I was looking at a lighter that's on my desk. <laughs> Find him on. We can Towel. <laughs> <laughs> Towel box. Towel box. <laughs> I liked when we had a few guests who thought those were real streaming. Not stream, uh, yes. Social networks. Every time that happened, that was extremely good. Uh, we should have a guest on again for one of these new movies. Yeah, but which? Okay, alright. Oh, maybe for season two. Anyway! Maybe for season two. We'll get Petros back for um for the new one from Father of the Air director. Absolutely. And we'll get Charlie back for uh, Murder Mystery 2. Absolutely. Yeah. Double double. Double double. Double double. The do- it's the old double double. It's the old double double. It's the old double double. Right. And as always. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Sam, man. That's too much. <laughs> it's nice to hear you doing that. It's the only podcast dedicated to the only